Hey there, podcast friends. Welcome back to today's Thursday short of the She Who Dares podcast. I'm your host, Brandi Gar, and today I wanted to share with you guys three lessons that my 12-year-old entrepreneur has been learning that I think really applies to all of our businesses. So some of you guys might be like, okay, Brandy, your 12-year-old entrepreneur. <laughs> and I totally get it, but let me give you some backstory. Okay, so we have three girls, as a lot of you know, um, a 16-year-old, a 12-year-old, and a 9-year-old. And our middle daughter, Hannah, our 12-year-old, has always been very crafty, very um, into business. She's super interested in what Ira and I are doing all the time. She's come to weddings with me before just to kind of learn a little bit of the back end. And she's always wanting to help with wedding stuff or anything that really I have going on for the business. And she's been like that since she was a little girl. So recently she has started to teach herself how to sew. And my mom's had a lot to do with that. My mom loves to sew, but she lives in another state. And so when my mom comes, she teaches her new things. But honestly, Hannah has been going to YouTube to learn how to sew. She's just super intrigued in how to create her own products. So several months ago, last year, maybe six or eight months ago, as of the time of this recording in March, she was home sick for a week from school and she was bored. And so she YouTubed how to create tote bags. So she went out to her little sewing area and she came back in hours later and she showed my husband and I this tote bag and we were floored. Like both of us were like, uh, because you know, your kids make crafts and she would always look up DIY crafts and she'd show us these things and we would just kind of look at it like, that's amazing, you know, in that parent voice that's like, okay, what is that? And so up until now, she'd really always made like childlike crafts, right? And so this was so different. Like she came in and it looked like a professionally made tote bag. And we were just like, what on earth? When did you learn to do this? And she was like, I YouTubed it. Like I taught myself on YouTube. And so we were like, well, you should sell these or something kind of, you know, half, you know, how you do it, right? You're just like, you should sell those. Well, her sister came home and her sister was like, I want one. That is so cool. I want one. So they went to the fabric store together. She picked out fabric and she made her one. My oldest daughter wore it to church and then some of her friends wanted one. And so, so goes how most businesses get started, right? You have a friend that tells another friend and then so she said, you know, I really want to like set up an Instagram and I want to learn how to set up a shop. And honestly, it's been a little overwhelming because we're, I'm wanting to help her obviously, but she's 12, which means I still can't open a bank account for her. I haven't been able to open like a PayPal, like all these things until she turns 13. I know it's ridiculous and it's annoying, but, um, so we've kind of just been like, you know, run it under my PayPal and I'll transfer the money to you. And it's, it's been complicated, but it's been fun to watch her start to see that people want to buy these tote bags from her, right? So she started with tote bags, and then she decided that she wanted to maybe add different things, right? So now she's selling puppy scarves that go through the collar, and the whole thing is really interesting. But the reason I, I'm not coming on the podcast today to be like, oh, let me tell you all about my daughter's business, what's been interesting to me is that... She's really, really 
into this. Like she's like mom. She came to us a couple months ago and she said, I want a virtual school next year. I don't want to go to full-time school because she's starting to realize that on the days that she stays home, we're pretty open with our kids. As long as they're getting great grades, they can, you know, take a day off here and there to just recharge. And so she's realizing that she can do her schoolwork in like two hours in the morning and then have the rest of the day to either sew or learn how to make a new product. And so it's really interesting. So she came to us and she said, I'm super serious. Like I want a virtual school next year and that way I can work on my business. And to be honest, my husband and I are both entrepreneurs. So while it sounds a little crazy to some people to be like, so you're letting her just virtual school and start a business, we're like, yeah. I mean, that's the coolest thing about the age of technology that we live in is that she doesn't just have to go to our neighbors and sell bubble gum or go to her classmates, right? And you know how we all used to like buy giant bags of warheads and then sell them at school to make money, right? Like she can create social media and sell to tens of thousands of people. And if she wants to do it, we're all for it. And so we've made the plan with her to virtual school for next year. But there's <laughs> one of the lessons that she's learning is how to be patient, right? So I kind of thought this morning, I'm going to go, I really wanted to kind of share with you guys a little bit about the three things, the three biggest things I feel like we've worked through with her over the last couple of weeks um, as she's kind of preparing for really doing this much larger than she's doing it now. And it's so similar to us, right? Like I've been able to even share some of my business experiences with her, even though she's 12 and I was 26 when I started my business. There's so many similarities. So I'm going to share a couple of them with you guys. Okay. So the very first one is she has to finish the last nine weeks of school at school, at traditional school. And to be very honest, her business has kind of started to pick up. I mean, you guys, I mean, she's not a millionaire this year, right? But she's definitely starting to sell her products to people she doesn't even know online, on Instagram. And so it's been really cool to watch, but she's like, mom, I I don't want to go to school anymore. Like I want to just virtual school, which we're not allowed to do just for the last nine weeks. And so we really kind of had to sit down with her and say to her, Hannah, this is just like when I quit my job, right? Like I had to build my business up enough and I had to make a plan of how I was going to finish my full-time job in a really great manner so that I could leave well and leave with a great reputation. But I had to build my business, you know, early in the morning and late at night after I put your sister to bed and, you know, and while I was doing my full-time job, I had to do that for six months because we couldn't just, I couldn't just decide to leave tomorrow. And so I was like, I understand that you've made this decision for next school year, but for this school year, you're going to need to figure it out. And so we sat down with her and we came up with a plan of how she could get up an hour earlier in the morning and how she can really focus when she gets home from school. You know, for us, we're like, listen, you're 12, so we're never going to push you to go all in on your business. But if that's what you want, then we're going to help you with it, right? We're going to help you to make a plan. Lesson number one is really just make a plan, right? So if you are listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, gosh, I just want to quit my job already. Like, I'm so sick of it. I just want to start working my hus my side hustle. Like, my business is booming. I just want to do it. Guys, 
make a plan, okay? Just like we did with Hannah, we've said you're going to finish the last nine weeks and then we will make your plan for starting your business to maybe, you know, start on Etsy or to open Shopify. But for now, you don't have the time to do it too crazy. So we're going to learn and we're going to set up things and we're going to get things rolling, but we're not going to go all in until we're ready. And so I would just encourage you to make a plan, make a date. When I quit my job, I knew for six months before I quit what my last day was going to be. And so I actually did give my my company almost the full six-month notice, but make a plan in your head. If your last day is going to be August 1st, then set that on your calendar. Decide, because now you've got something to work towards instead of just feeling like someday, right? And so you'll be able to say, okay, I don't mind hustling and working so much harder, both my full-time job and my business, because I know on August 1st, it's going to be over, right? So it helps you to mentally be able to be prepared. So the second one is spending and investing. (laughs) So this one has been really, really interesting for Hannah to learn. And I know that some of us have this same challenge is when you invest in your business. So to her, you know, she's 12 and she is like, okay, every time I sell a bag, then I make money, right? And so, and that's true. And we've taught her about her expenses and things like that. That's for a whole nother topic, you know, knowing your numbers, know how much each bag costs you, all the things, right? But the first time I took her to the fabric store, And she spent well over $100 on fabric. It was the first time she'd spent that much money on fabric at one time because in the past, what she was doing was going to the store, picking out a fabric she liked, and she might buy two yards of it, right? Maybe she'd buy two yards. And she'd make the bags. And then when they were sold out, they were sold out. Well, now she's starting to get a lot more orders. So what was happening is she would buy two yards and she'd be sold out of it in a couple of days and then she'd have to go back and buy more. And I'm like, Hannah, this is ridiculous. Like, I can't keep driving you back to the fabric store. You need to buy more at one time so that you can say, oh, I have this many or, you know, I have this many that I can sell. And so we went to the fabric store and I will never forget, (laughs) her total was $138 and her eyes filled up with tears. And I could see immediately that her demeanor changed and she was so happy in the store because she was like, mom, look, all these cool fabrics, like people are going to love these. And we were having a blast. Well, when she went to pay, she just tears welled up in her eyes. We got in the car and I was like, baby girl, what is wrong? And she was like, I just spent $138. And I was like, okay, but let's think about it for a second. How many yards of fabric did we buy, right? So we started to break it down and it was like, this is how many yards of fabric you bought. And for if you can sell all of those bags that you just bought fabric for, you're going to make this much money. Like this is how much that fabric is going to yield you. And I had to sit with her and kind of like look her right in the face and say, baby, it's worth it to invest in your business. It's worth it when you can say, I believe that I'm going to be able to sell all of this. So I'm going to go buy all of the fabric and then I'm going to work my butt off to sell it. And I just want to encourage you guys. It was it was definitely encouraging to her. It was a lesson that she had to learn is that you don't just limp along. Like sometimes you've got to really make a big investment in your company and then you've got to go do something with that investment to make it back. And so I say that to you because I know how hard it is, you guys. I know how hard it is to 
buy a ticket to a summit. I know how hard it is to buy a ticket to a conference or to invest in a coach or invest in a mentor. I know how hard it is. But I would encourage you when you look at a new investment to really look at it and say, okay, if I invest, let's say $2,000 in this summit or in this course, how much will I make back from it and buy when? Because that's going to help you. When I invested, you guys, I've shared this story before. When I invested $7,000 in a coach, I promised my husband that I would make it back, at least make it back within 90 days. And I busted my butt to do that because I knew that I needed to make that investment back. So I would encourage you to do the same thing. The same thing we had to just tell Hannah is don't look at it as an expense. Look at it as an investment and look at what you're going to get as a return on that investment, okay? And then the last one is my favorite, is social media. So if you guys are not already following her shameless plug. She's my daughter, so I'm going to support the heck out of her. But you can head over to Pink Avocado by Hannah Kate. I'll put it in the show notes below as well. You can head over to Pink Avocado. That's the name of her business. And you can give her a quick follow, but you can see her reels. So she came to me when she decided she was going to virtual school. One of the things we talked about was really starting to build up her visibility. So we were like, you know, until you quit school, one of the good things that you can do is really start to learn about Instagram and how you sell on Instagram. I kind of let her tiptoe into it because she is not an Instagram teen. Like she does not like it. She's barely on there at all. And so she finally came to me one day and she said, mom, will you teach me how to use Instagram and will you teach me how to use reels? And so I said, of course I will. So I sat with her for about an hour and I showed her just the basics of how to use reels. And I said, the best performing reels are always going to have your face in them. And she was like, no way am I ever showing my face on reels. There's no way I'm ever going to do that. I'm just going to do some of like my products and things like that. And I was like, that's fine. You know, I'm not going to push you, but I just want you to know if you show your face, people can get to know you and like you and trust you. And they can see that you're a 12 year old child and you're building this business. And there's going to be a lot more interest in your business because you are a young entrepreneur. And she just flat out refused. And I said, that's fine. No problem. Well, she posted a few behind the scenes reels. And then she finally, unbeknownst to me, I had no idea. She didn't tell me. She took my ring light one night when I wasn't home and she made a couple of reels by herself of her showing her face. And you guys, she posted one. It went bananas. And she was just like, oh my gosh, mom, like I have all these new followers. People are liking it. Like it had thousands of views within an hour. And I was like, baby, that's how it works. Like that's how, that's the power of reels is when you want to grow your audience, it's so important to be able to put yourself out there and it's uncomfortable. No one says, oh, let me just jump in front of the camera. This is the most comfortable place for me. It's uncomfortable for all of us. But if you care about your business enough to say, you know what, I'm going to do uncomfortable things. And you guys, please don't take that as like a slight. Like I'm not saying you don't care about your business if you don't show your face on social media, but everything we do is uncomfortable. Learning to do your books is uncomfortable. Learning to hire people or fire people. Learning to network when you're super uncomfortable. There's lots of things that we do that's uncomfortable. And showing your face on social media is just one more thing that's uncomfortable but necessary in growing your business. So I would just encourage you to learn from 
some of these lessons that our Hannah Kate is learning for her own business. And while she's only 12, I thought about it and I thought, gosh, I know so many of us struggle with this. I know I struggled with so many of these things as well. So I just thought I'd share a little bit of the behind the scenes of what's going on in our world and how we're helping our 12-year-old to build her business. And hopefully some of these resonated with you and you can say, you know what? If Hannah can do it, I can do it. And so go over and look at her reels and be encouraged and say, you know what? I can do it too. And so I'm super excited for anybody that's listening that got any kind of an inspiration out of this. And I always just appreciate you guys letting me share a little bit about what's going on behind the scenes in our lives. So thank you guys so much. And I will see you again next week. Hey there, wedding pro. Are you feeling overwhelmed, burned out, and wondering how you will ever pay yourself an actual salary from this business you're building? I get it. I'm a wedding pro just like you. I sat in this season of overwhelm and no pay for way too long. Now I own one of the largest planning firms in Orlando, Florida, while doing less than five weddings myself each year. And yeah, I pay myself a full-time salary too. And I'm not alone. Hundreds of other wedding pros just like you have gone from overwhelmed to confident CEO by using the proven strategies I teach inside the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator. I tell Brandy all the time how grateful I am for her. Before joining with her, I thought I was successful and I was successful, but I was working 24 seven, barely making a profit. Now, over a year later, working with her, it's just been life changing. We have our Monday calls. I voice text with other wedding planners all over the nation. And it's helpful just to have someone that's done what we're trying to do. And that is what the CEO Accelerator Group has helped and taught me to do. Inside the Accelerator, you get lifetime access to the six step-by-step modules that walk you through the pillars of a profitable wedding business. The financial services spreadsheet that Brandy gives you as a part of the Accelerator is worth the price of the Accelerator alone. If you need clarity on finances, your budget, if you can hire, if you can even pay the people that you have hired, go get the Accelerator because that spreadsheet gave me the knowledge and power to make the decisions to continue hiring and growing my team in the way that I want to. But what good is all of this knowledge without accountability, community, and of course, a place to ask your most burning question. When you join the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator, you also get six months inside our live coaching membership. It literally has changed the way I do business. It has changed the way I view things. It has changed the way that I manage things. It is totally amazing to be able to sit with CEOs that have been through what I've been through, have been through the trenches and can give me the insight as to how they got through it. It doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm the only person on the planet who feels this way. No, there's tons of other CEOs that feel the same way I do and we can talk about it, think through it and we can learn. It is absolutely amazing and if you're thinking about it, you should do it. The Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator is the best of a course, a membership, and a group coaching community all in one. The group has been so supportive and has really kept me sane through the busiest season I've ever seen in my career. For that, I'm really thankful. Looking forward to the next year and all the things I have to learn to grow and scale my business and super excited for the next steps. 
Here's the thing. You can absolutely listen to this show every single week to get nuggets that will help you scale your business. And over the course of a few years of piecing together all of that free information, you could very likely grow a successful wedding business. Or you can join the Wedding Pros CEO Accelerator today to get the proven step-by-step roadmap you need to ditch the overwhelm, build maximum profit, and step into your role as confident CEO, all in just six short months. In 2021, we did 220,000 in revenue, which I was so excited about at the time. In 2022, where we sit now, our revenue came in around 560,000. Honestly, I attribute so much of that to really being able to grow. I actually no longer take on weddings myself. I'm really able to focus and be the CEO of my company. And that's come with a lot of guidance from the Accelerator Group, all of the other incredible CEOs in that program, bouncing ideas off of each other, asking for the help and hearing from other people and what's worked and what hasn't. Just click the link in the show notes below to learn more about the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator and let's build your profitable wedding business together.